Hello, and welcome to Enough Waker, a podcast where we give ourselves a perm and take up jazzercise as we talk about the greatest television show of all time, The Golden Girls. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sarah. And today we're tackling the 61st episode in the series, The Audit. Woohoo! And this is our second ever episode recording in person. Yeah! I'm looking at Lauren right now. I know, it's really great. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing we have to say is that you will hear one ad in this, so just... You know, you'll live. <laughs> Finally go out and live. <laughs> and for only five ninety nine, the recipe can be yours. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah, so the uh, the expenses of Lauren traveling uh, a 20-minute walk to my house in, in Brooklyn, you know, really just uh, hit the books pretty hard. So we had to go <laughs> into yeah. advertising. I needed to buy new sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, we're here at the audit. So, what do you what do you think about this one? Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's really funny. It's so uh, you know, Stan at his best, being the worst. Um, <laughs> and you know, from the very beginning, it's like they're in the kitchen. Sophie's making sauce. Very, very cliche. Um, and you know what I wrote? Like, there's so many instances of her referring to like sex and food with her and Sal, and like, yeah. you know, it's always. Which I feel like is also very cliche Italian, you know? Like, it's like the only metaphor that they can tap is food. <laughs> but speaking of cliche Italian, would a true Italian just say, I'm making spaghetti sauce? I actually don't know the answer to that question. I don't think so. I mean, also, you know, there's like a... <laughs> where I'm from, uh, I don't know if this is like... If this is regional or if it's just like my family, but they would call that gravy also. Which of course, is like a yeah. whole, you know, the whole well, thing. You guys call it water ice. So yeah, yeah, we do. Well, weird, that's what it's called. So. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is, keep it to yourself. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they're all very like themselves in the scene. You know, Blanche yeah. is like, if nobody ever has another date again, it'll probably be you. And Dorothy's like stone face when she says it. It's all. It's all really leaning in. And then Sam, you know, also just like inviting himself. It's all very appropriate yes. for their characters. <laughs> yeah, ending up right at dinner time. Yeah. Know? And af as like as you watch the show for a while, you're like, great timing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he knows what's, when to come over. And as uh, as just odd as it is to talk about black pantyhose and Amos and Andy, um, <laughs> I, do, I do love Rose's like, no, but what a great idea. <laughs> so earnest yeah. and so lovely. And she has another wonderful, like you said, characteristic as Rose beat when, you know, Stan is like, you know, babe, we're being audited. And like, Darby's like, what? And he, she's like, he said, babe. <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah, it's just lovely Rose. You know, it's, so it's, good. it's really, it's not like, to me, it doesn't veer too in the like being stupid <laughs> realm or like dopey. It's more of just like earnest and fun. Yeah, I mean, all of it is. I even feel yeah. like that, you know, reading the covers of our Julio Iglesias albums and <laughs> yeah. like leaning in so much to the Spanish class that she is just only going to speak Spanish is like also very much what we would expect from her. And then also the, um, when Blanche. Is like, well, doesn't that mean you have to date women? It's like another... They do that a lot. You know, like the oh, Lebanese bilingual. Yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, you would have thought she would have learned, but <laughs> it's not. <laughs> not for the joke. Yeah. Not for, right, not yeah. for a bisexual joke to get it on NBC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Rose is very cute when she speaks Spanish. And very. I actually noted, you know, when they're in the pawn shop, like, she... 
even though she says, like, we'd like all your money. Yeah. Uh, she does a good trill on yeah. the bar. I was, like, very impressed by the But it's also such a nice, I mean, we'll get to that, I guess, but it's such a nice request by this old woman with two other old women. Like, it seems wild to me that a pawn shop owner in Greater Miami would be so afraid of that request that he would back up and be like, okay, you know? like I don't know. Maybe it's just, like, they use old ladies as, like, the, the fronts for Maybe. all these operations well, to rob sort of, pawn looked it up. There's some sort of crime ring. <laughs> yeah. Like the bling ring with old women. <laughs> I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just it's pawn shops in general, I feel like. <laughs> he, he's right to be afraid. But, yeah. Um, I also, the, the beginning <laughs> where, uh, you know, again, Rose is speaking Spanish, and Dorothy is like, you know, gee, Rose, if I close my eyes, I'd swear I was in Ecuador, <laughs> <laughs> which is already a sarcastic comment right. from Dorothy, and then Sophia classically going, sorry, that was me. The <laughs> As offensive as it is to the people of Ecuador, yes. and I've also been to Ecuador, yeah. and it doesn't stink. Uh, I've, I've been to some countries, uh, like the United States and New yeah. York City, that really smells, but... It is it is a great one-two punch of a beat where you think the joke is done and it just keeps going and also just like toilet humor with right. little old ladies like it's it's got it all. Yeah. I, I laugh so hard at that line, mostly because it's a very cutesy. Like, it is. Sorry, that was and the me. way she, it's delivered is like it makes it extra funny that it's not like a punch in your face. You know, no. it's like so subtle. It's so so again like so. Genuinely responding to what's exactly, going on. Exactly, exactly. But again, this is the second time they've besmirched a Spanish-speaking country with Spanish flies, you know? Like, right. Rose apparently has been to Spain. And actually, know. it is. I mean, in my experience, Spain was very clean. <laughs> Spain's pristine. <laughs> Seriously. Okay. Also, Rose Nyland, you've never been to Spain, so right. get out of here. We yeah. discussed that then, and I'm still, still stuck in my craw now. Um, okay, so speaking of that, also, when Sophia's talking about, like, inventing spaghetti... I kind of feel like the Chinese people did invent it. Yeah. I feel like that's, like, a factual... I that's looked it true. up, and it's, like, you know, of course, some Italian historians <laughs> debate that, but, like, it's... The timelines of the civilizations indicate clearly that, like, noodles it's, were the first thing. Right. <laughs> so, it's pretty safe that, like, China and or Egypt invented right. everything. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think we're okay. Italians. Um, I know. And I love, so So Stan comes over, right, and he's like, we're being audited, whatever, and then Blanche, you know, like, feigns sympathy for a second, and she's like, oh, too bad, pass the meatballs. And yeah. first of all, that made me want just, like, Italian, like, a pasta dinner. Um, but that's, you know, that's our Blanche. Like, she so. cannot be fixated on that for too long. Um, also, I love Stan is wearing, like, a members-only jacket when he comes in. Oh, it's like a he? It's like a bluish teal. It's really cool. I, I want it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, tell me what what is members only like? What's a members only? You know, jacket? so like from the eighties, it's yeah. like a uh, kind of like a bomber jacket. I okay, kind of like has a, a little one. patch here that says members only, which is how you know it's you know cool. <laughs> um, it's a very dated thing, and yes. I do feel like it, it's they're coming back. I feel like a little bit, especially you know as we all lean more into eighties nineties fashion. But um, I did note that I thought it was a really cool color. Um, but you know, he's the worst. How mad would you be if your deadbeat ex husband comes in and is like, Oh, you owe the IRS five thousand dollars? I mean she doesn't know yet, but like how pissed off would you be? <laughs> what a seriously loser. I mean, but she B. Arthur does a great job. You bought a car? <laughs> I mean it's 
the way she raises her voice, the so way good. even before all of this comes to light, where uh, <laughs> Blanche is you know doing her flirtation with Stan and's like, when was the last time someone gave you a spanking? And he he just kind of <laughs> looks up and he's like, Vegas, yeah, like, really seriously. And they cut to Dorothy, who's doing something at the table, and she just looks into the air, in just this like. You know, yeah, like, I married this fucking angle. I mean, like, just <laughs> constantly having to reconcile that fact with yourself. But to, to skip ahead to what you were just alluding to, like, I, you know, yeah, we're getting out of order here. But I think the thing that bothers me most about this episode is it's, like, so touching at the end when he, you know, buys back the ring and he's like, I didn't want to let you do that. I sold the car, whatever. It's like, dude, that was required when you were in the auditor's office, talking to Paisan, and you said $5,000, you say, babe, I fucked up. I'm going to yeah. take it now. So you don't even have to do the business with the ring. She can no. keep the whole thing, and you wouldn't have to spend more money Crazy. at the pawn shop. I mean, seriously. And also, when you find out you're being audited, and you're going to, like, yeah, it's just crazy. And also, that's, like, the thing with him, or with, I feel like, often the representation of men in general on sitcoms like this is, like, they do the smallest thing. And yes. it's like, oh, what a great guy. Like, he bought her a ring after 30 years of marriage where he cheated on her the whole time. And she has this moment, which, like, for her, I'll allow it because there's obviously some emotions tied up in there. But I also feel like the audience is supposed to be like, all right, like, you know, he's great. And I'm not saying I don't feel that way about him, but I'm just saying this particular instance of him doing this very very small considering all of the other bad stuff that he did gesture of goodwill is yeah. like infuriating that we're supposed to be like oh he's complicated like no he well, yeah. like also yeah of course you should cover dorothy's share it's just like the whole time i'm like this guy and the thing is it's it's fine for stan right yeah. like stan we expect that from him i think it's for me how much I, I kind of kind of get like you said the the sort of like back and forth in the yeah. pawn shop but at the end for this like grand like oh that's the nicest thing anyone ever's done for me it's like when they're in the fucking train station they're like this is the worst day of my life you're like you guys yeah. really need some perspective here ladies you know um yeah it's just it kind of frustrated me yeah, especially I agree. because it's it's a trope for, like you said, sitcom guys are just, like, these, like, straight cis men in general of just being, like, oh, well, you know, I'm just gonna do the bare minimum and get all the extra credit. Exactly. You know? It's, like, Dorothy's over here, like, do it. It's just, yeah, it's so frustrating. I will say, again, though, Stan is a very snappy dresser because <laughs> he, when he comes in with the trash bag, he's wearing this, like, velour tracksuit. Yeah. Maybe he's my style icon <laughs> for this upcoming year. I don't know. But I really noted his outfits a lot, and I was like, huh, never... Because he's always wearing, like, um, you know, like, a unbuttoned shirt and, like, a blazer. Like, it's never something that I would wear, but both of these two outfits I would, like. <laughs> Interesting. We're yeah. going to have to keep a running tally of, like, stand outfits that you appreciate. I know. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the whole, the whole, they're just, like, doing the bare minimum. It comes to light in the line where he talks to Dorothy and says, you know, that you bought a car, you know, and he's like, babe, it was going through midlife crisis. Oh, and she's yeah. like, so was I. I got a perm and I took up jazzercise. And that line and that exchange and the sass in her voice just so encapsulates yep. this very stereotypical heterosexual relationship in the same way, or it was just like the man's like, well, I just, you know, I had to. Right. I could, it's the same kind of thing with politicians, yeah. you know, <laughs> with sexual assault. I couldn't control myself. Right. And it's like, 
there's a woman going through the exact same turmoil you are in your life right now. And I guarantee she just like bought a pint of ice cream. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. And you, you had to like assault somebody. I mean, Insane. fictional, but not really. And it's just that, that perfect encapsulation of yeah. like, oh, I'm going to secretly get a car and a garage because I know I'm fucking hiding it from my wife. Right. To like take a jazzercise class is just. Ugh. It's so, I know. And it's like that is the narrative of midlife crisis. I also think that was like a very sitcom y thing. It was like the man would often like cheat yes. or like, you know, do something crazy, like buy a car or something. And it was always like the woman would literally change her hair. And it's like, you know, like that's just how we deal with things. Dr. Mud. Like, yeah. That's not how we deal with things. We do that because like. We don't completely spin out of control when we're feeling bad about ourselves, probably mm-hmm. because we're taught to feel bad about ourselves our whole lives Correct. from society. But, like, it's just, like, when men deal with the slightest bit of insecurity, we're expected to just, like, let them work through it. And destroy other people in the process. Exactly. Without any thought of, like, the after effects. And with women, it's, like, you even sort of get a little bit, like, criticized for for changing your hair. It's like, ugh, that one's going through a breakup. You know, like, it's just, exactly. like, always nothing that women do is correct. And it's, like, these men are doing the same thing, but in a much, much, much bigger scale with, like, peripheral victims. It's fr- so frustrating. But I do think this is a really good episode that captures that. That was something that was very, like, also true to life, I think, in the in this time period of when Dorothy and Sam would have been married. Totally. But that's why I think it, it just gets to me a bit that he has this full redemption arc <laughs> instead of getting full comeuppance. Because it's, you know, it's it's showing, yes, he's a yutz. Like, it's established on this show that Dorothy has grown out of him, you know, out of his, the relationship with him. And, like, yes, it, I love how it portrays him constantly coming into her life because it's complex and that's yeah. life. That's how it is. But the full redemption arc in this particular case, when money's involved, when... They're really, like, you know, again, we've talked about this. Like, despite hiring a housekeeper, they're, str- yeah. <laughs> they're strapped for money. And it's, yeah, there's there's a lot more here that affects Dorothy's life other than just her emotions. Yeah, for you know? sure. So it's it just kind of is like, ugh. It's, it's kind of displaying that trope, but it's not fully correcting it for me. Yeah, no, it, de- it, de- it definitely doesn't. Yeah. Um, I also want to say that they are, those two actors are so great together. And I feel like they are their... Yeah slightly changes her timing with him it's like oh. I, I can't like exactly articulate it but it feels a little bit different than she is with all the other girls and it just really works and I feel like if they had been together for so long of course the relationship would be a little bit different than yeah. anyone else's like yeah. more intimate but also like obviously a lot of negative emotions towards him um and I just think they have such great chemistry and it's kind of like what you were talking about like it is complicated and yeah. he is going to be in an honor for life and like there also probably will be moments of like finding him endearing or even being attracted to him or something, which we obviously see. see. (laughs) Um, But I just, you know, those two, really. He's a really great cast. Absolutely. No, they're the best. It's awesome. Um, Okay, so before we get to the auditor's office, you want to take a quick break? Uh, Yeah, let's do it. And we're back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'd love to, uh, before before we go to talk about Paisan, Mm -hmm. I'd love to talk about uh, some, some further... Uh, you know, not not even eye roll of just like gross comments here, and that ones that I wouldn't have realized because it was so steeped oh, in the culture. Oh yes, I think I know what you're gonna. Yeah, <laughs> please, yeah. please. Yes, Bubba and and the, the yeah. prison Ooh. prison rape joke, uh, or prison at least 
prisoners being gay joke, yeah. but I think it's probably moving forward. You know, yeah. Choosing you as his girlfriend, etc. I... It, when things like this come up, it's it blows my mind that this is such a like accepted thing in our culture. Oh yeah, it is nuts. still. I think there's absolutely jokes about this. absolutely, and I think it's. Um, have you heard of Pop Culture Detective on uh, no, YouTube? No, but I'm interested. In yeah, that. it's it's a guy that does these really um, uh, interesting like YouTube videos that are like talk you know talking about culture uh, or you know video and TV mostly. But I think sometimes covering books, pop culture, obviously. But talking about um, all of these different pieces of, of um, just bad shit that we're totally yeah. accepted. <laughs> I mean, for, for lack of a better phrase. For example, he has this video where like Harrison Ford movies and his role specifically like in Star Wars as Han Solo, in Indiana Jones as Indiana Jones, and in uh, Blade Runner as... Oh, what's his name? I've never seen Blade Runner. Rick, you must know that. I... <laughs> Something, something with a D, whatever. Sorry, Blade Runner fans. You know, Georgia, meanwhile, the podcast will correct us. Yes. But um, anyway, like talking about how that, like, it's always portrayed as like this ideal masculine, but there are so many problematic ways in how right. he interacts with women and how like, this was like for little boys and, and girls, like growing up, like of just like yeah. how it's portrayed. So anyway, he has this series of videos that is like sexual assault played for laughs. Hmm. And it really covers... But no, but I mean, it's it's such a good anyway. Pop culture detective on YouTube. It's really good that there there are videos yeah. where it will you will see countless examples, and like you said, not even just from when we were growing up, but from today too. Yeah, that are this this whole idea of prison rape. It's just this thing that we're just like ha 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 in this sitcom, and it's it's nuts. So anyway, the the whole yeah. Bubba thing, and you it know me, I again. also you know I love a yeah you know I love a good callback but they bring know, it up again and I was I like know. god not this one so anyway it was really gross yeah no it totally is and I um I'm I wrote that in my notes too and I'm glad it comes up because it gets a laugh it gets a big laugh at, and you know like at the end you can see why it would be funny if it weren't terrible when she's like let me know where you guys register or whatever like that's like a smart thing to have thought of but oh yeah and it is I also think that it's Dorothy saying it is sort of like proof of concept that it was so uh pervasive like yes. it was such a accepted nobody thought that was offensive at the time I mean not nobody I'm sure people did but like most people didn't even blink twice when that you know yes. like when that line was like said. and even now like I am I do feel like sometimes I see jokes like that or even like um you know like tweets at this point and it's often a like the target of those tweets is often somebody I don't like like the former president or something but like right. you can you can say like you know I'm glad that he's being held accountable without making a rape joke I like know. what it's really gross Ugh, so gross well speaking of rape joke though it's very shortly followed that first Bubba mention of Sophia makes a joke that also gets a big laugh where it's like, you know, oh, you know, how do you think I got pregnant with your brother, Phil? Oh, yeah. Which is, like, basically, like, so you're saying that, like, Sal had sex with you while you were sleeping? Like, what is this? I, you know, it's like, when you actually try to follow these Ugh. jokes to their logical conclusion, you feel really gross. It's yeah. like the same, it's the same way where people talk about disarming a racist joke, where you just ask the person, you're like, what do you mean? I'm sorry, I didn't understand that. Right. And then they have to explain it, and you're like, oh my god, that's fucked up. Yeah. Like, that's what, that's what, every, yeah, every time definitely. these types of jokes come up in the series... And you try to think about it. Yeah. It's the same thing where it's like, crossing the street without getting pregnant was a chore in Sicily. And you're like, okay, let me just break that down for two seconds. Yeah. Oh my God. 
you know? Right, totally. So anyway, that there's a lot. That, that whole scene is such a shame, yes, I would say. It really is. It really is, because it kind of really ruins it, you know? I know. Um, all right, well, actually, again, before we... <laughs> I think this is actually after they go to, to the the um, the office, but I do want to talk about Rose's big scandal of feeding her pig... <laughs> No, it's lamb. Lamb. You're right, lamb. I'm sorry. Harlan. All right, for some reason, I associate Harlan with a pig. But anyway, <laughs> it was lamb. Just all your, your database of animal yeah. names. It just feels piggish to you. Babies. Okay. Wow. I think that's the worst thing she's done to an animal. That's what, I mean, she seems to have a lot of guilt about it, so I think so. <laughs> I mean, I guess not knowing how animals work, <laughs> I I mean, I, was, I think it's bad. <laughs> I, I was pleased that she at least, you know, insinuated that the babies came right out uh, in the poop. Yeah. But uh, I was still like, that seems pretty harmful. But it may, you know, she's very competitive. She wants to win. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's not even a bit yeah. of butter memory. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. almost, it almost worked. And Blanche being like, boy, did you just miss a real kid? <laughs> <laughs> so good. I, I really love that, you know, like full season three, they're getting very meta yes, about the same totally. old stories. Like it's already a known thing. Yeah. Ugh, all right, so let's go to the auditor's office. Um, so, you know, we just talked about the thing that we did not like. But I do think that there's the exchange when they're sitting in the hall together. Um, like, she's very cutting to Stan. She's like, I could, you know, I could vomit just looking that's at you. That's the classic. That's like a meme. Yeah, it is. And you know what's funny? I, I read that meme in a different inflection. I read it more emphatically than it's said. It's like very, what? like, I feel like I'm like, I think she's almost yelling, but she's not. It's very, she's like... so cold. Yeah. So I actually think that works better than than what I thought of it, but I thought it was, like, in response to something, and, you know, like, how she does that, like, her voice goes up, and... Yeah. But it's not that. It's just a very flat line, a very, like, matter-of-fact And condition. she's not even really looking at him <laughs> no, directly. No, which it's, is great. It's similar to the same, uh, the spanking comment. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's talk about what B. Arthur does best, just these, like, cold, off-to-the-side ones. But yeah, I was also surprised, I guess I wasn't surprised at the inflection, I was surprised it came up in this instance, you mm -hmm. know, yet, yet again, where it's like, oh, that's like the classic line, it's yeah. right in this auditor's, like, office. I also had high hopes, because I remembered, obviously, the Paisan scene and everything, and I was trying to recall the exact flow I had really high hopes that we were going to have a black character where there wasn't any mention of the fact that he was oh, black, but then, of course, they had to go into Coalition. Rainbow Coalition. I was like, come on, man, we almost made it, you know? I know, but I will He's say such a good it character. feels like what Stan would do. In my interactions with Stan-like men, I feel like there's a an assume. it's like similar to what we were talking about before, but it's an assumed level of comfort and almost, and superiority, which I'm sure is like we're really white supremacy, where it's like... I like black people, so we should be cool. And it's, you know, like, I just, he is such a great, he's such a great response. He has no, you know, Cut stake the in this sort of, yeah. The enunciation. <laughs> Uncle Sam doesn't like to hear that. <laughs> Aunt Dorothy doesn't like to say it. What a line. What a well-written <laughs> line. So funny. Truly. But yeah, I think that that's, um. Yeah, with Stan, it's always difficult. And going back to what we were saying earlier, it's difficult because he's supposed to be the yutz. He's supposed to be, like, the bad example of, like, the cockiness. Right. Getting his ex-wife into this, who I, I also love the line where she's like, let me reiterate, we are bitterly divorced. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just incredible. But, you know, his, his hubris of, like, saying yeah. that I can handle that. Dorothy, hang on a sec. I got this. Yeah. You know? And, and the auditor is just like, this fucking guy. This is, that's him. I know. 
but yeah, it is it is a shame that he he's just like completely cold to Dorothy. Where you're just like clearly he was already judging her, being like, "Well, you married this guy once, so it's yeah, no problem." <laughs> and he's like trying to do his job, you know. I know it's really insane. Uh, but yeah, so after you know afterwards, there's this whole thing we got. We talked about the pawn shop already, and I I really love. Blanche for being rational in that scene. Yeah. Because you're, this is the example of like the horror movie where yeah. you're like, don't go in there. You're like yelling at the screen, like, Dorothy, he cheated on you. And then he got you in hock for $2,500. What the fuck is wrong with you? You know? And then finally, she's like, here you go, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I appreciate that there is that. Yeah. And I think we've talked about this, like, it's come up before um, briefly, but I'm not somebody who really imparts memories onto objects. Yeah. So I think, like, for. I understand something like that that has sentimental value, but, like, girl, you gotta sell it. Like, no daughter of mine is selling her stuff. (laughs) Such a good time. I know. Also, when when Blanche is trying to explain to Dorothy about why she should hawk this, and she goes, she says, perky breasts. Yeah. She... I, I don't know why, but I, well, one, breasts yeah, is a very, very funny word. It's like, takes full four seconds to say. <laughs> but it reminds me of, uh, in Notting Hill, Julia wow. Roberts has, I know, Julia Roberts has a line where she says breasts in that exact way, where it's like, breasts. <laughs> it's just like cracking up. Yeah, so anybody, anybody who knows Notting Hill, you're going to see that scene and be yeah, like, oh yeah, quit. it's just like what Blanche said. But yeah, the, the, um... <laughs> The, the rationale of, like, you were talking about of imparting these memories on the ring, like, yeah, I sort of get it, but I sort of don't. And I think, like I said earlier, the thing that really removes me from it is when she says it's the nicest thing anyone's yeah, ever Yeah, especially it was at the end of their marriage when, like, I'm sure things were falling, like, I'm sure it was a guilt gift. Like, yes. it doesn't even seem like that thoughtful of a gesture, you totally. know? Like, there was and I no convention. he would have done something nicer for her in that time. I know. Hopefully. Exactly. I yeah. It's it's really tricky. I also love it's like thirty eight years. Like you're just gonna get a big ring for thirty eight right. years. Did you know? Yeah. Like... I like right. It makes no sense. I know. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's still it's still funny. It's got some great lines. Yeah. Like the don't go see Ishtar. Yeah. Amazing. What a what a reference. Really? Gee, I'd be worried about the money. Yeah. And also when Rose like drops out of the class, she's like, "We're not going." Like she's like you know, finally having her bad kid moment. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, so, so funny. Oh my gosh. It's a good one. When she goes over the, the Sin City. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Rebellion. But yeah, I, yeah, I think it's, you know, it's, it's still, despite its flaws of obviously extremely dated, you know, quote unquote jokes that are not jokes at all. Right. As well as like sort of misrepresenting, you know, at least not get Stan getting his comeuppance from being a full on <laughs> financial yets as, a, as opposed to just a uh, romantic and relationship yets uh, it's still funny it's still great yeah, and it's still good. a good like you said it's a demonstration of Stan at his best at his worst yes <laughs> <laughs> and obviously a snappy dresser too yeah so definitely can't beat it <laughs> alright is that all you got that's all I have cool 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 go well, to Wally's and meet some men <laughs> <laughs> oh my god when Blanche drags Rose just like come on let's leave I know Interesting choice to leave them alone, I thought. I thought, yeah, it was kind of a lovely, you know, note to just have a little moment. But, Mm. I mean, let's just, you know, Blanche was thinking of Wally's. I know, it's true. (laughs) She just thought of it. Uh, All right, well, join us next time. We're going to discuss the psychology of your roommates being disgruntled and going to therapy just because you're a reasonable person. (laughs) Take care, everybody.